Welcome to Python for everybody. We're doing some code, uh, sample code, playing through with uh, some sample code samples. And uh, you can get this by downloading it. I've got this whole thing downloaded and um, I've got all, all the files here. And these are the files we're going to play with today. Um, today what we're going to do is talk to the, about the Twitter API. And the, and the one thing we've got to learn about the Twitter API is we have to authorize ourselves. And so we have to you know, make sure that uh, we have a Twitter account and then we get some keys. And so for in this particular application, if you want to duplicate what I'm doing, you have to go to apps.twitter.com, click this create new application button, and then get some codes. Okay, and the codes show up as soon as you hit this button and then one more button, which I'm not going to do on screen. Um, and so what happens is there are four codes that you've got to put in this file hidden.py. The consumer key, the consumer secret, the token key, and token secret. These are just messed up, so I'll show you how this works and blows up if first, and then I'll, I'll put my keys in here without showing you, yeah, but basically this is a little file you got to edit or these Twitter ones stop, don't work. You'll see what happens. So the first one I'm going to do is, is do the simplest one of all, and that is I call, call this thing Twitter test, and it just is going to go ask for the user timeline, and we can take a look at this, and we're going to uh, take the URL and we're going to augment the URL. This is the base. We found this looking at the Twitter API documentation. We're going to pass a parameter of screen name Dr. Chuck and a count of two. So this is just a Python dictionary. And augment comes from this little bit of called code called TWURL. And this uses a bit of code called OAuth, which is built into uh, Python as well. Right, yeah, that's built into Python as well, and it augments the URL, and it takes the the key, the secret, the token key, and does a thing and signs it, and then makes this big long ugly URL, which you will soon see, and does this. It's a signature of the URL, so we we pass this data back and forth to Twitter uh, with a signature, and then they recheck the signature, and it's a digital signature that knows that this URL came from a program that knows the key secret and token and token secret. And so this augment basically is something that I wrote, TWRL augment is something I wrote to make it easier to add all these OAuth parameters. And you feed this code by putting your data into hidden.py. Lots of people get this to work, so don't worry, it's kind of cool when you finally get it to work. So let's take a look at what it does. Just to, just know that this makes an awesome URL that does all the security, and we'll see one of those URLs. Um, so and ignore the certificate errors. This has to do with the fact that uh, HT, we're using HTTPS, and Python doesn't have enough certificates put into it by default for a lot of reasons. But our quick and dirty way is to turn them off. Uh, thank you, Python, for reducing security by teaching us so that this is the best way to do it. That's a grumpy moment from on my part. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a URL open. This bit here is to shut off the security checking for the SSL certificate. Um, and then we're going to read all the data. And then we're going to just want to print it out. And we're also going to um, ask the connection, this URL. Remember I told you a long time ago that URL lib eats the headers, but you can get them back. And now we're going to ask to get a dictionary of the headers back. And so we'll print those out. Okay, so this is really kind of just testing the, the body and the headers and printing them out sort of in as raw a way we can do. So let's go run this. Now, this is going to fail the first time we do it, 
because we haven't put the hidden variables in there. So if I say python 3 twtestpy it's going to run and blow up, and it's going to give you this 401 authorization required. That's a good sign, because that means that you haven't yet updated your values in hidden.py. And so the, this, this, is the UR, this is that augmented URL, and you can see the consumer key and the consumer secret and the OAuth token and whatever. Okay, so these tokens are like wrong. These are the, these aren't, oops, control C. Uh, they aren't real. And then, and, but you'll notice it doesn't have the key and the secret and the token key, uh, the token secret and the secret. Um, and that's all actually encoded in this signature. It turns out that you, you need to have the key and the token, I mean, the secret and the token secret to generate the, the uh, signature. And um, where is the signature? Oh, there's the signature, right? There's the signature. And so this signature combined with the nonce, you can only do this signature has a time and includes all kinds of things. So even if you type this in, well, you'll see these go by and it's not really breaking my security too much when you see these afterwards. So don't get all excited when you say, oh, I, you revealed your token and your, your key. Well, I can reveal my token and key, but I can't, I'm not going to reveal the secret. Okay, so this adds all this OAuth stuff, OAuth nonce, OAuth timestamp. And these timestamps and nonces are made it so that you can't replay my URL, even if you see the exact URL. Uh, once I hit it, then you can't hit it again. And so that's what the nonce does. So I'm going to close hidden.py here. And I'm going to update hidden.py in another window. Okay, so, so I just, in another window, I updated hidden.py. I'm not going to show you that. But now I'm going to run python twtest.py. So twrl is going to read hidden. And now these keys and secrets are my real ones that I haven't shown you. So this should work. Fingers crossed. Yay, it worked. Okay, so it worked. So I'm calling Twitter. Here's the URL. Now, don't worry. The token and the consumer key are not enough to break into my account, and neither is the signature because you can't replay this. In about five minutes, you can't replay this anymore, okay? So you can't generate the signature. I've done one, this, the signature, the signature includes the time and date, so you can't, trust me, go read up on OAuth, don't worry. I haven't really revealed anything. But, so the first thing we see is this. So we see, and we should put like the line of dashes here, this is the JSON. It ain't very pretty. It's not very pretty. Okay, and so that's the JSON from there to there. It's just what most APIs give us back. It's really dense JSON, right? And so this is a byte array. Remember how you have to do a dot decode? I didn't do a dot decode here. And so this is telling, and Python is telling us this is a byte array, which it's a raw set of bytes that came from the internet, which probably are UTF-8, and if I put a decode here, then it would decode. If I, I say dot data dot decode there, then it would be fine. But we don't care. This was just a dump. Do we get anything? And so then, here, let's do this. Print. I'll just make this code different. Ooh, put some equal signs here, a lot of equal signs. So we can show, easily see the, where the... Um, where the thing starts and stops. So we'll run that again. If 
you look at those URLs. So that was all of that stuff. And then this is the headers. And so the headers, again, are not pretty. You get the headers, it's a dictionary. You got cache control, no cache, comma. This, this is the string key value. You got to find your commas key value. But the one that's really interesting here is, uh, which one is it? X rate limit remaining, right there. X rate limit re remaining. So that means that for this particular API, and this header tells me that I've got 898 calls left. And this is when I will get more calls. And uh, yeah, so, so let's see, yeah. So, so watch, I'm gonna do this again and you will see that I can only do this 897 more times now. Do, 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 run it. I can only do this 897. So I am being tracked at this point. I am being tracked by Twitter. You know, Twitter knows that it's Dr. Chuck that's doing this and Dr. Chuck has done 900, he's done 899, 897. And if I keep running this, eventually Twitter will tell me, you gotta wait for a while. And that's because Twitter doesn't want me under my Dr. Chuck account pulling out like lots and lots of stuff out of Twitter and making my own website. Now, I do actually have my own Twitter website using some cool software, www.drchuck.com slash Twitter. And this I have to run and it, and it rate limits and causes all kinds of, you know, whatever. So, um, Okay, so rate limit. Um, so I'll save that. So that's tweet. This is just to test it, okay? Because we're doing. I want to do something interesting. So we're not parsing the JSON that comes back. We're not doing anything tricky with this. And away we go. So let's take a look at some more code. I think I don't need this anymore. So now I am going to. Uh, parse this. So most of this looks the same. I've got that same user timeline JSON. I'm going to ignore the SSL certificates. I'm going to write a loop. So I'm going to ask the Twitter, I'm going to print, um, I'm going to get a Twitter account and quit if it's a blank line or if I had to enter. I'm going to use the Twitter URL augment the same way. That's going to do all the signing using from hidden.py. I retrieve it and I'm going to retrieve it, ignoring the, the SSL errors, and then I'm going to decode it. This time I'm going to decode it so that I get a real Unicode string. And I'm going to print the first 250 characters of it. I'm going to grab the headers, and I'm going to print the, uh, the remaining uh, the rate limit. So this is sort of a very uh, simple version of this uh, same thing. It really is decoding the data and only printing the first 250 characters. So let's run that. Chuck, boom, and it's got 896. So that's just a little simpler version of that with a little less uh, brutal debugging. Okay, so now let's do something even more fun. Let's go to twitter2.py and tear it apart. And so, um, so again, we're going to look at my friends list um, or someone else, anybody's friends list. We're going to ask for the friends and ask for the screen name ask for the first five friends, and then look at their statuses, uh, open it, decode it, get the headers, print the rate limit remaining. All this stuff is the same as in Twitter 1, and but now we're going to parse the JavaScript. 
I'm not even putting this in a try and accept because, hey, I'm talking to Twitter. I'm going to guess that Twitter is going to give me the right stuff. You probably want to put a try and accept here. Then I'm going to do a debug print. I'm going to do a JSON uh, pretty print. Let's make that be two so it looks a little better. Um, and then, well, I'm going to run it. And then you're going to see how we have to parse this. And we're going to see that it, it's a list. Um, so we're done with that. And now we're running twitter2.py. So I'm going to go to Dr. Chuck. And this is going to ask the question who Dr. Chuck's friends are. Okay, let's go to the top. So it hit this API. And it has the uh, screen name Dr. Chuck count equals five and all this OAuth stuff. Again, this is not a security breach by showing you all of this because the signature, the secrets aren't there. Okay, so if we look at it, it it's an outer, it's an it's an outer object or dictionary, and then the outer has a users, which is a list. And then each user has some stuff in it. So this one's Stephanie Teasley, it's got her screen name. It's got some descriptions. Keep on going. It's got her status, her latest status for my friend, her status, her source, where she's at. I don't know, man, she's got a lot of stuff here. Okay, there we go. That was the first one. Okay, and then the next one that I'm following is live edu, etc. And so you'll see that this is an array. So that outer thing is an array of users. Now, JS here is a dictionary. So I can say for you in JS subusers, well JS subusers is a list. So the first U is going to be this Stephanie Teasley U and the second U is going to be live edu. So that's all it took to get through all that stuff and figure that out. And then I'm going to say uh, get me the screen name of my person. So let's go in here. So that's going to pull Stephanie Teasley as Steph Teasley out. Then then I'm going to go find her status. Let's find her somewhere in here. Use of, the use of status subtext. Come on. Okay, there's substatus. Substatus is all this stuff. More, 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 more. Right there, that's status. That's use substatus is that. And then use substatus subtext is this stuff. So it's going to extract this bit right here, okay? And so you status text, and I print out the first 50 characters of the screen name status. And I do that for the first five because I told, um, I told it I only wanted five. And then, of course, I get to see the, the rate limit. So let's go down to the bottom. So all of this is the debug print of the JSON I got back. Here is the program starting to print. Here is the screen name of my first friend. And here's the first 50 characters of her most recent status. Here is the screen, screen name of my, and these are in uh, reverse order who I've been uh, following. So I've been playing with this live coding stuff. So I'm following them. Um, what? Key error status, that didn't work. Why not? Oh, that's because Live Coding TV somehow doesn't have a status. So most of these work. So now you'll get to see me fix something. And when you download it, it'll be fixed. And so it says key error status. So that means that I've got to do a thing that says if 
status not in you print no status found continue <laughs> since sometimes there's no statuses who would have thought I did not know that yeah so you okay so let's run this again um, oh, I didn't even did I get to see my remaining Oh, actually, let me change the order of this. Let me put this down here. Uh, it'll be wrong from the slides, but it'll be prettier now. Let's put the headers after the dump of the data. Okay, so let's run it again. Did I save it? Yeah. Dr. Chuck blah, whole bunch of stuff. So I got 13 remaining calls on this one. So it's not the same as the other one. I'm, you know, I don't get to call this too many more times, so hopefully I'll get the debugging to work. <laughs> sort of. I got a bad space here. No, not status found. No status found. And I'm putting, I need to put three spaces there. No status found. I'll make an asterisk. So let's run it again. And see, I got 13 remaining. So it's important you write code that's aware of your remaining. That's why I made so so obvious about that. Go retrieve all that. I got 12 remaining, but my code starts to look. Oh, dang it! I have another space here. Hang on, got to fix that. I need yet another space. Hopefully, I can make this as pretty as I want it to work. Oh, wait a sec. <laughs> I didn't even do Dr. Chuck. I did that wrong. I typed my name wrong. Okay, so now it works. <laughs> oh, well. So so now I have my first, most five recent friends are this, Steph Deasley, Live Edge Official, Life Coding TV, Nancy Gilby, um, and Greggy Kruger. And so there are their statuses, and I tore all this JSON apart using uh, twitter2.py. Of course, after fixing hidden.py, which I'm not going to show you because it actually contains my real consumer key and consumer secret. You're seeing the consumer key and the token key go by on each of these URLs, but what you're not seeing is these two things, which are the thing I'm protecting, so that it's not a problem. Okay, so I will send that up, but uh, there you go. Welcome uh, thank, I hope this. I hope you found this useful. Uh, the code will be fixed when you take a look at it uh, and download it here from uh, samplecode.zip.